welcome to 15 Minutes with Him, a prayer call where we gather from 5.45 to 6 a.m. I am your host, and I am Valerie Lee. Thank you so much for joining us today so that we can have another time where we gather in prayer. If you're new to this this gathering, I just want to say welcome, and I hope that you'll be blessed by the call. As we know that when we pray, God answers our prayers. He told us to pray without ceasing. He let us know that if two or three of us are gathered in his name, that he will be in the midst. And so these are things that we need to hold on to and keep it our remembrance so that we know that this is a lifestyle. We're supposed to pray. We're supposed to communicate with God, and he communicates with us. And so we thank God for this opportunity to pray, and so let's get into the call for today. When you get an opportunity, I want you to get uh, Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 and 10, and I'm reading from the Message Bible version of these two verses. Again, Galatians 6, verses 9 and 10, and it reads on this wise. So let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we don't give up or quit. Right now, therefore, Every time we get the chance, let us work the benefit of all, starting with the people closest to us in the community of faith. So far, the scripture. Thank you, Jesus. And so yesterday, my pastor was preaching, and he's been doing this whole series about um, sowing seeds. If you what you reap, what you sow, and and talking about how we sow. And we expect, because if you sow, then you shall receive. And so in the midst of um, him teaching and preaching, he this scripture popped out. And so um, God really speaks to me that way in different ways when either a preach word or someone is talking to me or I'm listening to something, I'm watching something on TV, he will speak to me to tell me, like, this is what you need to uh, talk about. And so if I begin to ask any of you on the phone today or anyone listening are feeling weary how many are feeling fatigued and I'm sure a lot of your hands will go up well the word weary means the state or of being tired it's it's an uneasiness and this is the part I like proceeding from continued waiting disappointed expectation or exhausted patience and so weary or being fatigued means, yeah, that there's tiredness, but I like that it says it comes from continual waiting. And so many of you on the line, you have been waiting. You have been trusting in the Lord. You have been seeking him. You've been praying for a long time. And because you've been praying and you haven't um, received, let's say, in a particular area, then you have become weary. You have become fatigued. I have become weary I've become fatigued, right? But in this verse, these two verses today, it says, don't allow ourselves to get fatigued. Now, that's difficult when we're human. Our our flesh is weak. Our flesh will get tired. But while we're waiting, as we're pushing through, we're supposed to do good. We're supposed to um, continually bless. We're continually doing nice things, not doing things so we could tell people that we did it, but doing things because God has impressed it upon our, on ourselves to do good to all of those, and it says even to those that are in the community of faith, the household of faith, those who love God, those who are believers. And so if we continue to do good, it says that we will reap a harvest, a good crop, 
if we don't give up or quit. And so, so many of us, a lot of times, we feel certain emotions and have certain feelings. We think, well, it's just us. But God is so sovereign. He's awesome because he writes these words from before we were even on the earth, physically on the earth. I'm not going to say thought about because he knew us in our mother's womb, so he knew what was going to happen. But he lets us know about the things that are we're dealing with individually, being fatigued, being weary. And he said, don't not get weary, he said, but continue to do good because we are going to reap a harvest if we don't faint, that we're going to benefit. And as we are continually pushing through and doing good and receiving those lessons that are coming, they are coming. They are coming. They have come. We do have them. But some of us are waiting on certain things. So you're saying, God, are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, don't give up. Don't quit. You cannot quit halfway through. You got to keep going and you got to keep doing good. And you're doing it not for show, but it's because God has impressed you to do this. And so I wanted to encourage all of you today who are fatigued, who are weary, who are saying, I don't know. I don't know, Sister Val. I don't know, because I've been looking and waiting and it seems like God has forgotten about me. He has not forgotten about you. He said, don't give up. Don't quit because you are going to reap a harvest. And a harvest is not one thing. It's a whole bunch of different things that come up as a result of the seeds that have been sown. And so let's look to the Lord in prayer at this time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning and we thank you. We thank you for life. We thank you that we are alive. We thank you, God, that you thought it not robbery to allow us to see another day, God, a new day with new mercies, God. Your compassions, they never fail. Lord, you are faithful to us when we are not faithful to you, when other people who have who have pledged to be with us all the way, who will, who will stick with us, who will suffer with us, they have said that. But, Lord, you are the one. You're the one. Who your word is good, that whatever you have said, it is so. And so you've been with us. You've been faithful to us, God. You've kept us. You protect us, Lord. You do so much for us, Lord. The simple things, you keep us from the fires and you keep us from um, somebody coming into our homes. You keep us from someone affecting or um, um, coming in to rob us. Whatever it is, God, you are a keeper. And so we are thankful and grateful for this time of another day, God, where we can pray. We are thankful, and we love you, God. We do. We truly love you, God. I know, Father, we don't act like it all the time. I know that our behavior sometimes does not align with our heart, our heart that desires to please you, but, God, we do love you. And so we thank you for this opportunity to gather in your name. Lord, we ask right now that you might forgive us. Lord, this flesh is a mess. This flesh wants to do whatever it wants to do. The flesh wants to try to figure things out and rationalize everything. The flesh thinks that they have so much knowledge that sometimes we think we have more knowledge than you. God, the flesh is a mess, and so we ask that you forgive us, and we thank you for being a God that forgives us. You wipe the sin away. God, that's great news that you love us so much that, yeah, we we going to mess up, but even when we do, we can come to you and ask you to forgive us. And for that, we say thank you. Thank you for your mercy, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. And so today we ask that you would create in us a clean heart, God, and renew a right spirit in us, God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we thank you for doing it because we're asking you to do it, Dad, and because we ask you, you do it for us. God, this morning we come to you with this these verses, God, to talk about being fatigued and being weary. God, so many of your children, those who have yielded to you, who have said yes to you, 
they are weary. They are weary, and because they're waiting and they're tired from the waiting or they're tired because even as they were waiting and, and are waiting, they have been disappointed from the expectation that they thought, because we think, God, that you are supposed to come at a certain time. We say we don't. We know that, God, you are the one who has the, our lives in the palm of your hand. But when we're waiting, if it has seemed like a lot of years, if it seems like a long time, then we become weary because we expect certain things to move the same, the way that we want it to. We do. We do. If we're honest with you today, God, we expect you to answer when we want you to. We expect you to show up when we want you to. We expect you to heal us when we say so. We expect it. And so you have called us to believe this, and it is so, but it is according to you, God. Your time is not our time. Lord, we know that a day is as a thousand years to you. So, Lord, even when it's been 10, 20 years, 30 years, sometimes we are counting the time according to human standards, according to how we look at time. But, God, your day, a day, a day is as a thousand years. And so it could be just very well certain amount of minutes that we've been going through what we've been going through. But, God, our flesh is weary. Life has taken many people by surprise. This is COVID virus and this pandemic and this, the hate and the way that people behave and all the things that have attributed to us being weary when we look and we say, okay, this happened and it was a terrible situation, but we're going to keep pressing. This happened and this person stopped talking to us and we said, okay, that hurt. And so I'm going to keep going. God, when you add it all up, it becomes heaviness on us. But God, you let us know that we are to cast our care on you because you care for us. You know that we have cares. We have cares of this life because we're human. And because we're human, God, there are things that bother us. There are things that weigh heavy on us. There are things that get on our nerves. There are things that cause us to feel, God, what is up? How come he or she acts like that? What is wrong with them? God, there are so many things, God, that you have allowed to happen to us, but at times it becomes a weight on top of our lives, on top of our thinking. And so, God, while we're waiting, you want us to continue to do. You want us to continue to help. You want us to continue to serve and to labor because, Lord, you're going to be the one to give us a harvest, not the people that we do stuff to, but you and I, we and you, each and every one of us, when we do for you, that you'll take care of us. You told us to come to you all of us who are heavy laden, and that you would give us rest. Only you can give us the rest that we need. God, rest is not going on vacation, but constantly being consumed about what's happening in the news or consumed what's happening on um, on social media. But resting is to sit there and to, to be okay. And, and if it's so, we're so used to doing things that we feel like we still got to do, God, teach us how to rest. Teach us how to rest physically, but also teach us how to rest in you, God, not to just keep saying that we're resting, but to do it because, God, you're the only one that when we get tired, when we get fatigued, when we get weary, <clears throat> that if we do not listen to your unctioning of sit still or to take a break or to just stay in the bed a little longer or to not go or to not do or to have to be on every set, every situation, every church service, God, we will be weary because our flesh cannot take all of this on top of everything else that we're going through. God, you said to take our yoke upon your yoke upon us and learn from you, for you are gentle and lowly in heart, and we would find rest in our souls. You know 
of what's happening with us. You know what we're dealing with and what we're going through. And so we have to give you our situations, God, and take your yoke. We got to learn about who you are. We have to learn Christ. We got to learn you, God, so that we'll know how to behave. Even when we get fatigued, you said that those of us won't faint or grow weary when because you're, 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 you will not faint or grow weary with us because your understanding is unsearchable. God, you never faint. And you never grow weary. That is great news today, that as much as we might be fatigued, as much as we might say, God, where are you? You told us to seek you first, the kingdom of God and your righteousness, and all things will be added unto us. And in our mindset, we're waiting for the things. We're saying, God, did you forget about us? Did you did you throw us to the side? Did you, did you just say, well, you know what, whatever. God, you're not that kind of God. You don't grow weary. You know what's going on at this very moment, even as we are seeking you in this prayer. God, you told us to serve you, God with gladness, serve you with gladness continually. Serve you, Lord, with gladness sometimes or when, when we're feeling extra strong. But, God, you said to serve you with gladness. You said that blessed is the person, the man, the woman who remains steadfast under trial. For when he or she has stood the test, we will receive the crown of life, which you, God, have promised to those who love you. You said for us to wait upon you. And, you, God, you will renew our strength. And those that would wait on you, God, you would be the one to renew the strength. And so, God, we thank you that you're a God that lets us know that you will satisfy the weary soul and every languishing soul. God, you will replenish. These are your words, not our words. But as long as we acknowledge you in all our ways, you would direct our path. And because you're directing our path, even when we get weary, you'll tell us sit. Even when we get fatigued and we, we, we'll be reminded that you haven't forgotten forgotten us, that you're able to do the exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. You let us know even when we're saying, Lord, I just want to throw my hands up. We want to throw our hands up that you are not slow to fulfill your promise and some count slowness, but you're patient towards us, wishing that any none of us should perish, but that all will remain and come into repentance. And so this morning, God, we thank you for teaching us how to rest and even when we get a little fatigued and tired, that God, you are the one that we've got, we run into. You are the one who calls us to rest in you. And God, as we have the peace that comes with being in you, that God, you would allow us to rest. You would replenish us. You would teach us how to receive your rest and receive the fact that you have everything in divine order. This morning, God, we ask that you remember all of those under the sound of my voice who's dealing with some kind of sickness, that you would heal their bodies. Please, Father. Please heal their bodies from everything, every, from the smallest thing to the largest thing, to the things that they have answers and cures for, to the things they don't have cures for. God, you are still the same God. Your blood still works, Jesus. Whatever is going on with us, we can plead the blood because, God, you will bruise for our iniquities. You will chastise, your chastisement of our peace was upon you, and God, with your stripes, your stripes, not ours, you we are healed. And so this morning, God, we ask that you heal those who are sick, heal those who are grieving in the name of the Lord Jesus. Those the names I don't know, God, we ask that whatever we're going through, issues with finances and family, all of it, everything, we ask that you remember and that you would set free and heal your people. We ask a special 
prayer for the family of Missy Melissa who passed. Oh God, we don't even we didn't even know she passed. God, this is this is a friend of ours. God, so we we lift up her husband and her children in the name of the Lord Jesus and all of her family members. We lift up Cassandra, God and and Tracy and Lori and all of us and myself. God, that our very friend who's the same age of us as us have gone on to glory and she's already been past and she's already in in the grave and we not, did not have an opportunity to acknowledge it. God, that hurts. That hurts. We know that we'll see her again because we know Missy loved you and we know that she always talked about how great you are and how you are awesome Savior and how you love her. But God, it hurts our flesh on this side. So we ask you to remember her husband and her family and all of us that are connected to her. We ask also that you will remember today Marguerite Patrice Dr. Thompson, in the name of the Lord Jesus, and the Mount Lebanon family, all of those who are connected in school and students, that brother Percy Brown taught, Lord, it hurts. It hurts that you took them home. You know that when you take your children home, they are resting in you. They're resting in you. But for those of us that are here waiting, those of us that are on this side, God, it hurts. So we ask that you send strength to them today. They cannot understand, even as they're still grieving the loss of their mom, Lord, and now their dad. God, we pray mercy. We pray mercy today. We lift up even the Bernstein family who are connected to him. We pray mercy. We pray mercy, God, because it's too much to handle. It's too much to have a double and so we thank you this morning, God, that you're going to undergird it and that you would teach us how to minister to these families who are grieving, God, not just the ones that I've called now, but those who have been grieving for quite some time, God. Teach us how to help them and how to minister to them, but also know, teach us how to pray for them because you're the one that would give them strength. You're the one that would keep them, and you are their comforter. As much as we try to comfort, nobody can comfort like you. So we ask that you do this for them today, God. All of those, all of those, those from 2020, 2021, those from past years, God, comfort your people, God, because it's too much. It's too much for their flesh to bear. But we know that you are the one who will keep them. We ask that you cover us today. We plead the blood over every single person, the blood of Jesus that was shed for us. We plead the blood over every single person under the sound of my voice and that they will be saved, they will be well, they will be protected. Wherever they go, whatever they do, God, let them know that you are with them. We thank you, God. We give you praise and we give you glory. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. And for your sake, God, amen and amen again. Thank you, Jesus. And so everyone continue to hold on to the strength of God, not your strength, not my strength, not the people that you say they're so strong, but hold on to the strength of God because he's the one that will give you the strength even in your times of weakness. Trust him. Trust God. He got us. He got us. I know. Really? Sister about he got us? Well, how come I feel like this? He got you. He got me, and those days that you feel a little low, you could you call somebody who knows the Lord, who can encourage you, but then the days that you are strong, you call somebody and check on them and encourage them to keep pressing, to keep pushing, because God has us and everything in divine order. You know I love you, but God truly loves you more. Join me again for another time when we gather for 15 minutes with him. Take care. Thank you for listening to 15 Minutes with Him. If you like what you just heard, be sure to give us a five-star rating review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts and share it with everyone you know. Please email all suggestions, ideas, and compliments to request at ValerieLee.org. 
15 Minutes with Him is brought to you by The Urban Bite and executive produced by Charles E. Williams Jr. and co-produced by Sister Valerie E. Lee.